Excuse me, ma'am, but have you ever heard of the Cameo Gang? The Cameo Gang? Why, I haven't heard that name in years. Howdy, partners. Howdy, cowpokes. Howdy, cowpokes. Howdy, y'all. And welcome to Around the Campfire. It's been a while since we've been around these parts. Burn my foot on the campfire. Don't know why that's important, but I just thought I'd share with y'all. The store there didn't have no beans left. So now I'm fixing to die by the campfire. Cows are running around. Figure they're going to come eat me. You done, Cletus? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's called Raw Ass, is my name. <laughs> Renegade Raw Ass. I figured no, you know that. No, no, now is not yes. the time for Renegade Raw Ass. There is a time and a place for Renegade Raw Ass, and this is not it, ma'am. Oh, God. Your oh. name is Cletus. Where's my pomade? You know what happened last time you got involved with a pomade. Anyway, Cletus, now is not the time. Uh, I have a quick question. Did we start the timer? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, we should probably start the timer. I have a question. I I have a question. Mm. Y'all like guama rum? (laughs) We are never going to get anywhere in this episode. Like, I can see it just right now. Everyone's listening in, going, Ah, they're finally back. And then they start and they're like, What the fuck is this shit? (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. It's crazy. Howdy, partners and cow pokes and cow thems. (laughs) Hello, peasants. (laughs) Season two of uh, Around the Campfire. As you can see, this episode will probably be like uh, everything is pretty much the same. <laughs> Nothing's changed at all. We're still, we're still us. Uh, we took a break for about a month and a half. I would honestly say close to a month and a half. Um, just Which is from better the than the estimate episodes, you gave before. I said a month. <laughs> no, you said. Almost a month. Yeah, almost a month. That's still a month. <laughs> that's like a long that's like, time. A long that's time. like uh, uh it's like twenty eight days. Twenty eight and two days. <laughs> it's almost a month. Twenty eight days later. <laughs> um but yeah, and close to a month for our streaming uh for video <laughs> which I have compiled a list of some things that I would like to play. And Nicola uh, is going to be also playing through some games as well. So those are some things to look forward to. But yes, we're back on this lovely day. I'm not going to say the date because we are recording early. Very early. (laughs) (laughs) Premature. We are 
recording at five in the morning. That is the current time. <laughs> Ma'am? <laughs> I don't I don't know how to tell you this, but your time is a little a little fucked up. <laughs> oh no. I was just joking about the time. It's almost a month later at five AM. Guys, guys. I need to confess something. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm not actually in the same universe. I'm in a parallel universe. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. That's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola. Yes. I think the word you're looking for is time zone. Is that it? <laughs> Uh, see, I get confused between the two. See, and yeah, it's great to be back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did everybody enjoy their their break, their time off uh, for Christmas and stuff like that? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I ate some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Just a month and a half of nothing but Nicholas sitting in a corner going nom nom nom. <laughs> Cheese and crackers, you know. I got a cheese board for Christmas, so <laughs> that's what I did. This is so too random. I didn't like the Wensleydale and cranberry, though. That was too sweet, but, you know, oh well. So I was everybody else's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is wrong with me? <laughs> well, let's see. My Christmas was... My Christmas was good. Um, God, it feels like it was forever ago since it was Christmas, but it's like it wasn't actually that long ago. Time uh, really is weird. It really yeah. honestly is. Yeah. But um, I got a tactical shovel. I was so excited. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, you send us pictures. You're like, tactical. And we're like, tactical, tactical, tactical. <laughs> yes, tactical shovels. Look, I'm just saying, everyone makes fun of me for my tactical shovel, but when the zombie apocalypse breaks out, I'm going to be the one person that knows exactly what they're doing, and I'm going to be the person that doesn't have to worry about running out of ammo, so you're all going to be com- coming, com- you're all going to come running to me, because I'm going to be the one to save you, so. <laughs> I mean, I have, um, I have baseball bats, like metal baseball bats, and like knives and things, so it'll be okay. Nope. <laughs> I'm not kidding when I did when I say this, there was an instance I'd not long moved into my flat. This was a couple of years ago. I had a knock on my door at about eleven PM and it was dark outside, it was during winter. And I obviously at that time of night, not expecting anybody. So I grab what I would have considered a good thing to be a weapon, which was a dumbbell, and I crept down the stairs and opened the letterbox and quite half called out who's there <laughs> expecting the big bad wolf on the other end going little piggy little piggy let me in <laughs> house is made of bricks motherfucker you ain't getting in <laughs> well who was it <laughs> santa that's who it was really was... i hate you <laughs> <laughs> it was a stripper gram no but <laughs> no it wasn't i don't know who it was it was pitch dark and i was scared you're like, no, thank you. I want to open the door. No, thanks. Stripogram. <laughs> ah, not my type. But 
pizza litter box. Nope. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sorry. Click. <laughs> Stripper gram and a cake. Oh, I don't like carrot cake. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> I am a carrot cake, bitch. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Is it gluten free? I'm not interested. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Duh. All right, Catherine, what did you get for Christmas? <laughs> Um, I got this really, these really comfy sweaters from my mom and like some new jeans, which I was just like, yes, yes, you know, because they, they fit really nicely because um, I've been like going to a program to help lose some excess weight and stuff like that. So they were a smaller size than I usually wear and they were loose and I was just like, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. But like, um, yeah, I got some nice sweaters. And then my mom uh, had also bought me a Pusheen lounge set. So it's like a sweater and like matching pants that have like Pusheen, you know, all loafed up on it. And it says loaf. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. And I immediately put it on and I was like, look upon me. There is no God here. Only me. (laughs) And I went like this. Like, I just kind of, like, jumped into, like, some weird, like, pose. And my sister was just like, I love it. It's wonderful. (laughs) 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 And um, I got some nice, like, hair lotion. Like, not hair lotion, but, like, uh, it's like, no, it's like this thing called, like, uh, rice soap. Uh, hold on. I have like a box over here. Here we go. Um, it came in like this really pretty pink box with a ribbon and like this embossed design on the cover. Ooh. It looks like a, a what is it called? A Amanda... was... Amanda. Madala. That's it. I was gonna say Amanda. It looks like Amanda. That's the box's name, Amanda. Yeah, I'm going to describe the box for all of our viewers because they cannot see us. But it's called um, Ritual of Sakura. And it's a, uh, it's kind of like some stuff. Like there's, um, I think this is foaming shower gel. Then there's like a rice, there's like a, you know, body scrub. And then like body cream and some hand soap. This all smells really good. What else did I got? Money. <laughs> I got a gift card. <laughs> I I also got from Joanna. I got some Outlaw uh, body wash and lotion in the f- scent of Blazing Musk. Saddles. <laughs> How did that smell? Like a blade, like a saddle that was on fire. No, it was. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember what the ingredients were. Um, Human musk. Let me see. One second. Shop by scent. Blazing saddles. Ah, leather. Oh. Leather black powder. No, leather gunpowder, sandalwood, and sagebrush. So it smells really, really good. Oh, okay. Uh. Oh, um, something else, but I bought it for myself. Um, 
I back in October I had become like a, a patron not a patron but like a Kickstarter member for um a horror documentary called the In Search of Darkness. This is for their In Search of Darkness Part Two box uh DVD that they were releasing. So I had bought it and they sent it to me with like a bunch of cool posters and a pen. And basically it's just a journey into 80s horror. It just goes through like different movies from each of the years of the 80s. And it's like four hours long, but it's really good. Mm. What did you get, Nicola? Well, like I said, I got some cheese. That's not a joke. <laughs> I did get some cheese. It, was it um, a wheel of cheese? Was it like... No, it was, a, it was like a little cheese board type of thing. It's, it's from one of the supermarkets. It had... There was two types of cheddar, some Wensleydale and Cranberry, a mini reel of brie, and a little pie slice, so to speak, of blue cheese, because I like cheese. But <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, I also got a feminist calendar from my mum's partner. Um, funnily enough, I was needing a calendar because the one I had in my kitchen was from two years ago. And I didn't realize, but <laughs> shows you my memory sometimes. If it makes but... you feel better, I have um, Markiplier's nude calendar, and that was in like, was it 2017 or 2018? I can't remember now. Anyway, it's still hanging up. Mm. I wonder why. <laughs> but... <laughs> what are calendars? <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. I legitimately can't remember what year it was from, so that should tell you I wasn't really that interested in the date. <laughs> but the, the famous calendar I got it was it's, I've loved it because it's got all like these dates and it's predominantly women from British history like feminist Brits um, though I think the last woman most likely consider her being Irish I think I'm, my history for that is not as good but um, yeah I automatically looked up what June was, because June is my birth month, and it was Emmeline Pankhurst, the woman who founded the Suffragettes in the UK. Yeah, uh, and there's lots of others. There's Mary Seacole, who's the Black British equivalent of Florence Nightingale, but, you know, she does not get enough recognition as Florence Nightingale does. Florence Nightingale essentially gets all the glory for being, you know, this pioneer nurse, but Mary Seacole, by all rights as well, was just as prominent. Can't remember who else. Yeah, my memory's not as good. Um, who was the the judge in America? Was it Ruth Gaders Ginsburg? Ginsburg? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, I think she's she's in the calendar as well. I'm I'm sorry, she's in, in the calendar as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little bit um wouldn't necessarily say spaced. I, I was just it's taking Prozac. I was taking a picture. Um unfortunately everyone caught me doing it, but I was just taking a picture. I didn't so everyone could see um well you did because you just saw the evidence of it right there on my screen. Um <laughs> I uh I took a picture because when I do this face, it looks like I have a mustache. <laughs> 
but it was really difficult to say that and not provide a visual. So while you were talking, I did it so I could take a picture so that when this episode goes up, I can post the picture. It just so happened that you also pulled a funny face. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I pulled a face. Um, yeah, for listeners, you wouldn't have seen said face, but you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I said, yeah, I got a feminist calendar and some cheese for Christmas. <laughs> Bitches and again, back again, back to the cheese. Cheese. Why do I get a feeling this episode is going to be called cheese? Well, you can say uh, cheese shovel. Well, yeah, cheese shovel, tactical cheese, or you can say uh, nothing changes, especially cheese. <laughs> I like that one. We're going to go with that one. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, let's see, belated Christmas present I got for myself was a new job. Yay! Yep, I I left and I did not look back and I regret no part of leaving. I'm really glad. Like when you told us, we were like, yes! <laughs> did we do that again? Remind me? We no. were. We're literally recording this so you can go back and replay that part. <laughs> I want to hear again. <laughs> yeah. Stifle me, Jackie. I need excitement in my life. I live alone. <laughs> you and your cheese. <laughs> who knows? I might get that lonely. I end up carving a face into the cheese. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I call it Winnie. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> It's great to be back, everybody. It's great. Just just a disclaimer. I don't know why I'm hyper. Because you're excited. I I, I really, I really don't. I think I've just, because I've I've missed y'all. I have. We've missed you as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then during our break, I happened to notice we jumped up in followers on Twitter. We are now at 69 nice followers. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we are, we are getting there, ladies and ladies. <laughs> and gentle folks. And gentle folks. Which reminds me, should we tell them? Yes, <laughs> you you were nodding your you were banging your head like you were like a cockatiel. So yes, <laughs> and I was I, I did not see it until I had looked at the at the looked at the screen, and then you're like, yes, I was banging my head, and we're like, oh, we just thought you were listening to some fire music. I'm oh. just I'm just vibing. I'm just vibing. <laughs> yes, you. Were oh, just- I was agreeing. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we can let them know. We can tell them. So we registered the podcast as a business, which is very exciting. It was very, it was kind of easy, but I was like, am I doing this right? Uh, yeah, I registered them in the state that I live in, which I will not be telling you where I live. So you do not come after me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I registered- think you've already disclosed that, but. We'll let you live that little fantasy that you're oh. anonymous. Well, I may have or may not have. I know that I told Mick. So Mick knows. Mick knows where I live. We told Howard. And we told Howard, yeah. 
so they know where I live, and I'm just like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, we registered the podcast as a business, and now we're just waiting for them to process the form. And once they process the form, they'll give us a EIN number, and then with that number, I can take that to the bank and open up a bank account. And then we can start doing like ads and sponsorships and things like that for the podcast, which would mean that probably at the beginning of, I wouldn't say every episode, but maybe every other episode would be like, you know, like this episode was brought to you by, you know, one of us reading this episode was brought to you by hair. Everybody has it, (laughs) you know, something stupid, something like that. Um, us putting in like uh going over a, a product and then like all right oh that's out of the way onto the show type of deal that also opens the door to uh you know what yeah you know what i'll go ahead and say it because then we have to hold ourselves accountable for it by registering us as a business and thus allowing us to accept money by means of sponsorship sponsorships or donations that also opens the door for future merch. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you like our designs, you know, for like the store, um, for our uh, for our Twitter page, you know, like the the cover that we had um, that was done by Joanna. If you like that, we may ask to see if Joanna is okay with us putting on a shirt and if it is then any of that would basically go to her you know because she she did the she did the work Mm -hmm. um or if you like the other drawing that i had did of the cameo gang of us you know as like our rdr characters that could go on the shirt as well and you know then we'll basically at that point just split it three ways and for joanna you know, like, I'm okay with not getting any share. And they're just like, here, Joanna, all of this is yours. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, geez. Oh, God. What is this? <laughs> but, yeah, we're really excited about it. It's it's one we're of the business owners. Yay. <laughs> yeah, business owners. And here I thought I would not be a business owner. And yet, here we are. And here we are. Yep. So, we're yeah. Strong. We're- women strong women strong women strong independent women (laughs) we don't need no man oh we try we try not to (laughs) try not to need men (laughs) but yeah and all the men just went oh (laughs) mick is the exception there's only i think it was a picture that i saw on tumblr they're just like i don't need any man and then it was like a picture of like arthur or a picture of charles and they're just like there is only one man (laughs) (laughs) i don't need any other men after that no (laughs) i have several men that i that i admire several that i desire but none that I need. <laughs> well, I, again, that the same could be said for women. So, I always have Don't a soft spot for. I always have a soft spot for David Tennant. Yeah, you're right. We got to keep David Tennant. Yeah, 
Um, funnily and, enough, and, I was and my machine. Funnily enough, I was looking through Amazon Prime yesterday. That's not an advertising, but um, I came across a film. I think I put it on. I know I put it on my watch list. It was called. I think it's Bad Samaritan. Um, I think it's Robert Sheenan, if that's how you pronounce his name. He's in Umbrella Academy. He was in UK Misfits. He's an Irish actor. Mm-hmm. It's him and obviously David Tennant. David Tennant, you ready for this? Is the bad guy. So no, that, that alone, that alone, and he's got an American accent in that. So I watched the trailer and I thought, hmm, this I need to see because. There is nothing more intimidating and sexier than David Tennant being a bad guy. That's true. Like <laughs> when he did um, Jessica Jones and he was Kilgrave, it was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, well, he was kind of weird in the Harry Potter movies as a Bartimus Crouch. There wasn't G- enough of him in the Harry Potter ones, I don't think. I always forget he was in them. Well, when you, when you uh, meet Bartimus Crouch, in like the books and in the movie he's pretty much just you see him maybe once or twice or hear about him and then that's it you don't see him until the end and then you know that's basically it <laughs> don't mind me uh, but yeah it's- yeah robert robert sheenan yeah that was the that was the name and the synopsis for the movies is life is good for two young car valleys who use their business as a front to burglarize houses of their unsuspecting patrons until they target the wrong house, changing their lives forever. And the film is, I think it's an hour and 50 minutes long, and it came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing, like, uh, things for it. And it's it's free on Prime, so if you've got Prime, uh, you know, I would say to put it on a watch list. Ooh, you have can a- even have a watch party. Yeah. Is there? Ooh. If you if you pay attention to the area that I've been aggressively circling with my mouth. Yes, I see. I see. <laughs> I see. I've been. But, like, uh, he's like, yeah. That there? that's something that I've been thinking about, and would wonder if people would be interested if we were to do maybe potentially like movie nights, whether. All three of us would be attending said movie night. Um, but, you know, I li- I'd like to think maybe like a selection of movies would be, you know, up for up for choice. And then obviously which one would be popular enough. I'm mixing my words up here. Whatever one was more popular would obviously be the one. And then, you know, because there's, there's a lot of good movies out there that I've not seen and there was actually another one that caught my eye because another actor that I adore and Bandit, Wild Bandit Nate, yeah that's shout out to you Nate Um, Brian Cranston Walter White Hal from Malcolm in the Middle Brian Cranston is just epic he's such a good actor and there was a movie that he's in with Lawrence Fishburne and Steve Carell called uh what was it called again? Oh Last Flag Flying. And it's about these three veterans who meet up again after years to 
attend the funeral of Steve Carell's son who was killed in action. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I watched the trailer and it looks like really touching and really funny. And you know, you're going to get something good with a cast like that. And the other one, Wakefield, looks another good one as well. It's from what I've seen in the trailer, it's a guy going through a crisis. Mm-hmm. trying to find like a new identity type of thing because he doesn't seem to be happy with his life um jennifer garner's in that one as well um and she's good but i went through a whole list of things and was thinking right i need to watch that i need to watch that I need to watch that definitely but basically basically anything with brian cranston i am on board with because not only is he good at playing serious and dramatic he's good at a comedy as well but just like watching him alone in breaking bad was just sold sold on it yeah he's a uh, if i remember he's like very classical trained so mm. um you know like shakespeare and stuff like that like the whole don't get me wrong like the entire cast of breaking bad are just amazing from yeah. like aaron paul anna gunn geo carlos Pizzito, as Gustavo Fring, like one of the best TV villains ever created because, by God, and he's this unassuming guy. doesn't seem intimidating, but you would not want to get on this guy's bad side because, oh, God knows what he would do. Yeah, he would probably justifiably kill you. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, a watch party would be fun. I I think that'd be fun, like little thing. Um, I kind of already, I kind of do that a little bit. It's like every Sunday, um, the people that did the Insurgent Darkness also have a Discord. So if you became like a a little like patron of them, um, not patron, but if you basically backed it, you get a Discord link, and like um. On Sundays, they watch, like, horror movies, and they have, like, the chat open for people to, like, talk about their favorite parts of that movie and stuff like that. So I think that'd be fun if we did that. Um, Mm -hmm. We could watch it and then plug in. This is a good plug-in for our Discord. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a Discord, um, and we are going to put up the link for it uh when this episode airs we'll probably remember it and go holy shit we got a discord (laughs) put it up and so um the discord link will basically uh if you don't know what discord is discord is a as a chat room um it each each like discord is their own private you know like server and things like that so it would be a chat server so around the campfire will have their own little thing in order for you to become a part of it you would need the link which we would provide and um, it has like different little subsections like introduction general chat you know things like that a channel for voice so if we ever hop on there and let's say we're playing a game together or watching a movie um then either the general chat or the um, audio you know like call area would be open and 
you can talk to us through there or uh, through text. Um, but yeah, we have a Discord, and we can put the we can put the link up. Um, now, just like with everything else, if you are a jackass, we will kick you out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no trolls. No, I I say no trolls, and then you know it's just trolls. But yeah, like no trolls. Don't no be bad dick. trolls. No bad trolls. Don't be a dick. You know, because mm. if you are, then we'll kick you out. Um, be wait, nice. wait, 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 wait. Now would be a good time. Hmm. As a reminder, around the around the campfire is not intended for human consumption. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We forgot. We forgot when we were pretending to be cow. Unless it's unless it's paired with cheese. <laughs> yes. You know what that reminds me of? Have you seen uh? An American Tale. I've not seen it, but I've heard of it. That's the the Don Bluth film about the the wee Jewish mouse, isn't it? Um. Yeah, he's from yeah. Russia. He's from he's a, a Russian a Russian mouse. Mm. Uh, that's uh Jewish. I think mm. that's what he's supposed to be. But yeah. Okay. So there's a a mouse in there. She's got a lisp. She goes like, "Will we the secret weapon?" You know, she kind of <laughs> talks like that. And uh, so, when you're like, "And cheese," it reminds <laughs> me. It reminded me of that character, and I had an image in my head of Nicola as like a mouse, with like going, "And the cheese," you know. Funny story. <laughs> that could be a new commission really for you, Cat. <laughs> Funny and story. Cheese. Yeah, funny story, and it actually really does relate to what we're talking about, and I never thought that this day would come, that that would be a perfect segue for this to work. When I was a kid, and I'm talking like preschool level kid, Mm -hmm. we went to see a play. And in this play, I don't remember the story. I don't remember the characters. I don't remember anything. The only thing that I remember is this guy with really messed up hair. Like he looked kind of hobo-ish and he just go, jeez. That's all I remember. That's all you remember. That's it. That's all I remember. I have no idea what the rest of the, what the play was about. I just remember the cheese guy. Like who is this man, and why is he asking me if he if I want cheese? But you have to say it a very specific because I, I remember the way he said it because he was like crazy, and he would go cheese. <laughs> um, there's a theme here for this episode. Cheese. Unintentional. We did not plan this. This is a surprise to all. That's of my us. fault. That's my fault. It is your <laughs> fault. You should be ashamed. <laughs> You should be over there drinking your wine with your cheese. Not even sending us. It's Pepsi and Domino cookies. How dare you? (laughs) And besides, I don't have any crackers for cheese, and I have no bread. Um, go to the store tomorrow just to be a boring adult. (laughs) Somehow. Ugh, adulting. Yuck. It's fed a lie. <laughs> Technically, you don't need bread for your cheese. You can just, you know, tilt your mouth back, tilt your head back, and open your mouth. Like a seal. Like, 
like a snake and just like drop the cheese into I don't like cheese. I don't like well, I do like cheese. I don't like snakes. That's what I was meant to say. <laughs> oh god, what is wrong with me? Sorry, everybody again. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're like, as you can see, or as you can hear, we are super excited to be back and just with our own brand of like craziness and things like that. And I'm hope that you guys missed us. I know, I know uh Tiffer and Tree Dead, their co Tiffer's co-worker missed us. <laughs> Hello, Tiffer Joe's co-worker. We do not know your name, but hello. We shall learn your name and we shall shout it from the rooftops. Actually, no, not the rooftops because I'm scared of heights, but I will shout it from the ground. (laughs) I will pretend like I am on the rooftop and I will yell it. (laughs) Hello. Hello? Insert name here. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, you. But yeah, the break was nice. You know, it was a nice little like time away. Um, cause I know, I know, but we missed it and things like that. But it was also, it was also nice just to kind of take a break away from doing the recordings. And that way that we can, you know, figure out figure out some stuff that we were going to do, uh, for the podcast and, and what uh, direction we wanted everything to go in because. When when we first started off, I think we we kind of touched on this a little bit in the in our last episode, um, not the last, but you know what I mean. Well, last, may it may have been the last, yeah, because when Howard left, we we did talk a little. But anyway, regardless, um, when we first started this, we weren't sure exactly which direction we were going with this. We weren't sure like if time would even allow it to happen or anything like that so we we put our heart and soul into it but we didn't have a direction of where we wanted it to go exactly um because we weren't sure if it was going to work or and it seems funny to say this now because it's we know it's we know it's false but we weren't even sure we were going to like it or we like we would do like a couple episodes and then all three of us would get bored or realize we didn't exactly have this, the chemistry that we thought we were going to you know things like that you know things happen and lo and behold here we are starting season two and yeah so it's like we finished the season season one and we're like okay well obviously this is a thing and it's going to be here for a while we kind of need to pick a direction yeah mm. Kind of need to kind of decide which way we're going, what we're going to do with like our streaming for games and stuff like that. Like, are we going to continue? Like, are we going to continue doing that? Are we going to hold off on it? Um, you know, what days we were deciding on where we were going to go for the streaming. Mm-hmm. As well. um, so there, there's going to be, you know, we'll put up, we'll put up an improved kind of like a uh, streaming calendar. Mm-hmm um we'll do maybe like a double post or something like that where we post about our um what the season's going to be look like like what days we'll be releasing episodes on and also what days there's going to be streaming um because I know Nicola you wanted to move yours to Saturday 
Yeah. Uh, moving your streaming days to Saturday, my uh, streaming days will continue to be on Fridays in the afternoon at three. Mm-hmm. Nicola's will be on Saturday. And uh, obviously, what- we're going to start releasing the podcast on Fridays. Yeah, we're going to start releasing the podcast on Fridays as well. So you guys will get like two things on Friday, one thing on Saturday. So mm. uh, that should give something to look for everyone to look forward to because at first we were like we didn't want to overburden ourselves but Mm. being as how it's a little bit easier you know to put everything together and stuff like that um then it would be you know we're recording ahead essentially Mm. so that we can release it and have time to do any tweaks if we need to Mm. I think with it being at the weekends as well, it gives us, you know, like more time to like organize things. And, you know, if circumstance, you know, just like life in general comes up, then we can, you know, like work ourselves around that as, as we often have to do in life, as is life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Says the cynical part of me, but that's reality. The reality of things welcome to my TED talk but (laughs) well and then like the the way I look at it is season one was kind of us laying the foundation so Mm. we we had an idea of things that worked things that they were okay but we could do better um things that we would like to to do to improve um so that was that was kind of what our our break entailed was us just trying to figure out where we were going to go from here what like I said what worked what didn't and how to improve things for because like you know we we've had so many people on Twitter that have thrown their full support to us and we appreciate it we absolutely do and in return we we want to give you the best possible product that we could possibly give you and and that involves some tweaking here and there until we get it just right or at least Mm. just right by our standards (laughs) i think we're doing great (laughs) well considering we have 69 nice followers on twitter (laughs) i say we're doing something right yeah i think so um either way like you know just we were we're we're working towards something at this time we're working towards making sure that everybody is happy we don't get burned out because that's important to take breaks when you need to and you know just go from there just we're just kind of floating along like a trash bag in the wind (laughs) like a tumbleweed (laughs) like a tumbleweed yeah so we're hoping that this season you guys continue to enjoy our episodes and even if you don't well tough titties are still gonna (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you know like just we're just really excited to be here I guess in in like many ways it's been it's been like a wild ride Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm but here's hoping that 2021 Don't say it. is more no. improved. And I've potentially jinxed it. It's okay. Ah, here's me jumping the gun again. Well, you know, here's here's what I hope. I'm hoping that 2020 
is gone and behind us completely Mm -hmm. and 2021 is its redemption shoot should I, like, I i'll rephrase that i just hope that this year i get a break somehow because <laughs> you may want to yeah. rephrase that because tomorrow you're gonna fall and break your arm <laughs> well you got a break <laughs> you're gonna yeah. That's yeah there has been a weather warning for snow and ice so that would just be my luck <laughs> yeah ra- random random can interjection uh i was going to the doctors one time and uh I slipped on ice and landed right on my arse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember thinking, thank God no one saw that. And if I did break my arse, I'm at the right place because I'm at the doctor's. So <laughs> that would have been a pretty hilarious and embarrassing thing to go into, like hobbling into the doctor's office, go help, I broke my arse. But, you know. Help, help, I broke my arse. <laughs> 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 Funny story. It's like, excuse me, doctor. And I seem to have broken my ass. <laughs> Just like, oh, all right. I, that it reminds me of um, a joke that uh, Billy Conley said. I can't remember what one of his live shows it was. It was on. I think it was either he's he was doing a show in Australia or he was doing a show in New York. Either way, he was talking about how he would love to be a fly on the wall to hear something like that being announced on like the news like oh there was an accident on the M4 tonight several people were injured and one man appeared to have a broken ass he's like how he would love to hear something like that on the news yeah he tells the jokes a lot funnier than I do because I drag <laughs> uh, the arse out of it should I say but <laughs> I would like to hear I would like to hear uh well Technically, I did hear stories like that when I worked as like um, an not an assistant optician, but I worked in an eye clinic. So I had people that are like come in and they would be like, "So," and the doctor would be like, "Yeah," and he's like, "So I left my contacts in for twelve days, and I think I have like some sort of they I can't see through them," and he's just like why did you leave them mid for 12 days? And they're just like, oh, well, you know, they said that they were overnights. And I was just like, well, this is fine. It's like overnights for 12 days. Yes, of course. How silly of me. So yeah, you kind of hear some weird stories if you worked at a doctor's office. <laughs> Look, 12 days, amateur move. <laughs> yeah, I had a lady who was like, I've been using the same contacts for six years. And I was just like, you're supposed to throw them away. Ew three months ma'am and she's like I can't see anything through them and I seem to get this reoccurring like like pink eye <laughs> like ma'am <laughs> okay look I was a stupid teenager yes and I was not uh, supervised the way that I should have been um, mm-hmm. and I wore my contacts for a month straight yeah if my eyes started to dry and this is before the overnights came out by the way um this was just your plain old regular contact nicola are you okay yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like are you okay over there like, like it looked like you were like pointing aggressively at something i was like what are you no 
Okay. I let people in on the picture. I'm playing with a hairband at the moment, so aggressively pointing to her genitals. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so this was before the whole um overnight ones came out. This was just your plain old regular contact lenses. And I wore them for a month straight. As my eyes started to get dry, I would just put eye drops or I would squirt. Uh, the, the saline solution straight into my eye because I was a stupid teenager and you know when you're a teenager there's no such thing as consequences for your actions well <laughs> turns out that's wrong there are consequences for your actions and they're usually very painful so when I finally did manage to remove my contacts I had to wear um glass like sunglasses are like the kind that are um like we had we bought them at the gas station but the kind that are like right like right up against your face because any air or smoke or anything that got in like in my eyes would burn so bad and I'm pretty sure that's one of the, I mean, I've always had like really sensitive eyes anyway, especially to light, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons why I still have problems with my eyes to this day and I can no longer wear contact lenses. Yeah. So (laughs) consider this your PSA, everybody. If you are a stupid teenager, you can be stupid with a lot of things. But don't be stupid with your eyeballs. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I used to wear contacts. I used to wear colored contacts. So I got ones that were green and then I had some that were like blue. Um, but uh, I had stopped wearing them um, because like I got a... I knew how to take care of them because my sister worked at the eye care store. It's just that I had somehow like a piece of dust or something had gotten underneath the contact lens. So it ended up giving me an abrasion to like one of my eyes, which is an abrasion is basically like a scrape. Like if you scrape your knee or your hand on like concrete, it kind of pulls up your skin a little, but you're not bleeding. It hurts, but you know it goes away that's basically what an abrasion on your eye is it's basically the dust will scrape the surface of your eye which pulls back the moisture dries out the section and it's really painful and it's really like makes your eyes very sensitive um to like light and sensitive to um Sensitive to light, sensitive to temperature changes, air conditioning, things like that. And um, and so I had to stop wearing my contacts for, you know, like two or three weeks and take like eye drops to help heal it and stuff like that. And, you know, in that time, I was just like, eh, whatever, I'm not going to wear contacts anymore, mostly because colored contacts were expensive, and I was just like, I I like my brown eyes anyway. Another funny story for you. So, my eyes did a weird thing, and to my knowledge, this was not my fault. We're not quite sure what happened. So, I was in school, 
my contact started to bother me. So I took my contact lens out and I put it in its little carrying case. I shake, I shook some um, saline solution into it, some contact solution to kind of clean it up thinking, cause you know, contacts are really bad about getting eyelashes in them and like all sorts of other crap. Mm. <laughs> and so I thought maybe it was just dirty. So I cleaned it up, made you know, double check, make sure there's no tears and hair or anything in it. And I put it back in. And my vision started to go a little weird in one eye, but I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to go to class. So I go to class and I'm like looking around because in one eye, my vision is fine. But in my other eye, like lights are super bright and like there's this weird haze around everything. And I was just like, what on earth is going on? So I get into class and we are sitting there getting ready to it was uh computer it was uh i can't remember the name of the class now it was something to do with computers uh it was building computers and stuff computer architecture there we go and um i was looking down at this computer that i was building one of my classmates came up and said something to me and so i looked up and i looked her in the face and she went holy shit i was like what and this of course got the attention of everybody else so then everybody else started coming over and they looked at me. Holy shit. At this point, I'm like, what? What's going on? And like, no, and like, like nobody's saying anything. Well, of course, you know, there's a bunch of kids surrounding me going, holy shit. So the teacher comes over. Why is everyone, why is everyone cussing like that? We're in class. And she looked at me and she went, holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is going on? Is there something on my face? What is going on? And she finally grabbed a mirror. This is no exaggeration. She finally grabbed a mirror, turned it to me so I could see. And one of my eyes is completely dilated, which means your pupil, it, it, it expands. And it was huge. So because the, the, I'm in a lit room, one pupil is completely like itty bitty pinpoint. And the other one is completely blown out. And I was like, uh, holy shit what and so they she's like you know have you had a head injury did you fall and i was like no i walked to class so she's like you may want to go call your mom you need to go see the doctor so i was like okay so i left class and i went to uh one of the teachers who was a, a registered first responder and her classroom was dark except for like a singular light so when i walked in she didn't notice anything weird. She's like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, uh, well, there, we've got a situation. And she's like, okay, what is it? And then I stepped into the light and she was like, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> My eye. It's doing a thing. It's the thing. I don't know what it is. And so I called my mom and my mom is the type of person where she's like pretty much anti-doctor everything. So when I told her, I was like, mom, I think I need to go to the doctor. She was like, whatever. And then she shows up and she's like, oh my God, did you have a head injury? No, for the fifth time, I've not had a head injury. Mm -hmm. And if I did, and I don't remember, how am I going to tell you? <laughs> so we go to the eye doctor and I walk in and the doctor looks at me and she's like, did you fall and bump your head? I was like, no, not that I know of. Not that I'm, I recall. Maybe I did. I don't know. 
at this point, I'm starting to question my own sanity. Did I have a head injury? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> so we like looked into my eye and everything, and she could not for the light, like she could not figure out like why why my eye was doing that. She just it's complete mystery. Like she checked everything. I'm talking, walking just fine. Everything is cool. I I have all of my cognitive ability about me. And yeah, to this day, it is a mystery. However, years later, I go to a different eye doctor and I recognized one of the nurses, but I couldn't figure out why. I started telling my friend about the weird thing with my eye and the nurse goes, oh, that's where I know you. She was the nurse that saw me that day. <laughs> uh, cringe anything to do with the eyes just oh no i just can't can't do eye drops thankfully if i ever do need glasses i will never go near contacts because anything potentially going in my eye just nope nope i can't even bear the concept of like putting eyeliner and mascara on that's how pathetic it is but Mind you, my mom didn't help with matters because she would literally almost have to pin me down. But <laughs> so I remember I used to get conjunctivitis quite a few times when I was a kid, uh, which involved having to get eye drops. And I think that might have been what started it. <laughs> so, like with everything. Maybe. Possible. Yes. That's why if I'm watching horror movies and any like eye trauma, uh that's why I can't watch the Saw movies. And even like the Final Destination movies, there's always eye trauma. And I think I can't watch it. I cringe. I just, oh, it's like my backside clenches. But <laughs> you got that booty clench. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm glad I did not send the trailer um, for the new. Uh, Oh, I don't remember what they're calling themselves now. Um, Visceral Games. They made... Visceral Games made... Um, Dead's Mate. All three of them. Yeah, I've seen that one death scene that you... Well, I've not seen it. I've heard of it. Is it Dead Space 3? Or Dead Space 2? Um, There is it's a good. scene in Dead Space 2 where he does have to stick a needle in his eye. Yep. My <laughs> my partner, oh god. Okay, so I was watching my my uh partner uh play. And he got to that part where it's like stick a needle in your eye. And we were like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, okay." And then he's just like boom, just like jabs the needle straight into the care into Isaac's eyes and like Isaac dies and it's like game over and he's like oh, well that would do it <laughs> he's like oh shit so what you were supposed to do is slowly bring the needle down and and insert it um but when slow lobotomy well it wasn't it was supposed to unlock something the the marker plans in the back that were implanted into Isaac's brain Ooh. and the only way to do so was through his eye because that is how the uh, plans get embedded 
when you essentially when you view the marker uh the marker has a dna code and so when you view it um you get flashes of imageries and things like that and the longer you are exposed to it the longer the dna coding from the marker gets embedded into you because it gives off an invisible wave essentially and uh, which quickly mutates your body into a necromorph. So Isaac had prolonged exposure to both the fake marker and the real marker, which made him immune, but he also had, it made him immune to turning into a necromorph, but he also had like um, the plans essentially embedded and locked behind like his subconscious because he was suffering from PTSD and the markers make you hallucinate, which is how they essentially control you. And so he was hallucinating and in two, I, he's in um, a giant space station and there's a, of course, a necromorph outbreak and so he has to make his way down to destroy whatever marker is there. And in order to do so, he has to unlock the plants by sticking a needle in his eye. Yeah. And uh, he was like, and my partner was just like, ugh. And I was just like, oh, well, I guess I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but no, um, what I was referring to is uh, Visual Games had uh, closed down in like 2000. I want to say 15 or 17 um, because, you know, Dead Space 3 didn't do as well and EA had decided that, you know, they were going to shut them down. So uh, they reformed again. I either, I, I'm trying to remember if they reformed in 2017 or if they reformed in 2015, but I don't remember the, na the name of their current studio but they're releasing another space horror game. And uh, I say that I'm glad that I didn't send it because um, it's got some body horror in it. And it also has like, uh, you know, a man is being attacked by like a mutated person and um, tentacles are basically going into his face and into his eye orifice yeah. and I'm glad that I didn't send the trailer to it when I said it yesterday uh, because then you'd be like no no <laughs> so that's no. just like a pre that's just a pre-warning folks if ever we are doing a watch party for like say if it's like a horror movie say one of the final destinations not one in any specific ones but I know judging from a trailer and some of the posters because it makes me cringe is the fifth one it involves laser eye surgery no mm -hmm. no <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, no thank you I would watch the movie but I would not engage in that moment because I would be looking away because <laughs> no if it makes you feel any better when I was a kid <laughs> I when I was a kid, like really, really little, I had this nightmare and I still remember it to this day, which adds to my my fear. But I had this dream that these things with these big mouths and elongated heads would like 
for some reason I didn't have a skull so my brain was exposed and they would like latch onto my brain and I remember like being asleep and feeling like electrical like shocks through my entire body mm. and then like a little while later out comes like the alien movies so the I think it's called the xenomorphs mm-hmm. I am legitimately 100% terrified of xenomorphs because of that nightmare and I have no idea like I don't recall seeing the movie when I was a kid um because I don't think my dad really watched it my dad was like really big into like the old-fashioned horror movies not so much the new stuff that was coming out at the time Mm -hmm. um but yeah like I have no idea where I saw this from or anything like that so it's like little kid me comes out every single time i see anything dealing with alien and i'm just like mm-mm, mm-mm, nope mm-mm. Mm. it's like like <laughs> with me it's like a, i've not watched them in a while as be like another group of movies potentially for a watch party is the indiana jones trilogy mm-hmm. i say that trilogy i only consider them to be three movies i have not seen the fourth one nor do i want to see the fourth one because i'm not really a fan of shia labeouf should i say and i he's in that movie quite predominantly and that i know that's a reason one of the reasons why but i've heard enough about it not to want to watch it but very much like indie i don't like snakes so any of the moments where there's like snakes Again, like Indy, I'm like, why? Why has it got to be snakes? Why has it got to be snakes? Snakes, spiders, no. Mm-mm. In Louisiana. Mm-mm. 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 No. No. I'm out. Nope. Good. So I would I would happily watch those movies, but for those like moments, I would look away. It's like the scarab scene in the mummy movie. Mm. Uh, where was it? Omajilla kind of like he's like pocketing the, the scarabs and putting them in his bag, but one of the scarabs gets out and gets inside him and it like gets crawling up his chest and oh, gross. It's like, no, thank you. I do not like no. that. No, thanks. I, I do not like green eggs in <laughs> That's that's what I imagine. It's like I do not like I do not like that type of thing. I do not like them. <laughs> so what else is going on around the world for January? A lot of political unrest in the United yes. States. But we're gonna have to cover that on a different podcast. <laughs> Man, look, I think I <laughs> I think BBD has got us covered as far as politics and and political updates are concerned. (laughs) Yeah, he is going a mile a minute and we're sorry, BBD, if you're listening. We care about what what, we care about you. you Go take a nap. (laughs) Yeah, go take a nap, please. Please, a nap. A smoothie break. (laughs) Please, sir, go have some rest. (laughs) Go, go take a go take a nice relaxing walk outside without Twitter. 
<laughs> leave your don't I mean close Twitter I guess log out for now and we say this out of love please please uh, have a well, nap <laughs> yeah. what was that maybe mean? some cheese <laughs> <laughs> what was that well uh, that will give you nightmares <laughs> oh god what was it oh it was a meme of like Lisa looking at at Marge and Marge has her hand on her shoulder and people have it as like go ahead and clock out go ahead and uh shut down the computer for me baby (laughs) it was like you in like computer computer class and like the teacher catches you not doing the computer assignment um that type of deal it's it's basically that we're just like okay go ahead go ahead and log out for me log out for me babe just just take a break it's time it's time for you to stop you know <laughs> well, yeah go get a nap yep go like take an eight hour nap nice seven hour nap <laughs> but yeah uh no it's there's there's a lot of stuff bbd's got us covered um but yeah it's it's a lot of things that i I am burnt out on. I I cannot, you know. I can't politic anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't politic right now. I mean, I'll still share stuff. I'll still try to keep informed, but I am politicked out. You can, uh, y'all can do what you like, but I am politicked out. <laughs> but I will say, by the time this airs, the inaugura- the inauguration will have gone underway. Hopefully, everything goes well. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll f- we will find out eventually. <laughs> but um, the other thing that I feel like we should throw out because uh, Mick, being a really good friend of ours and our number one fan and everything, um, by this point that the episode airs, there won't be too many ter- there won't be too many days left. But there will still be time to participate in the first Irish festival 2021. Yeah, he's got it's going on. Well, I'll call, well, at the time of this recording, it's going on right now. So it just started, but it was um, they had their opening ceremony uh, this Monday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, their opening ceremony was Monday um, on the 18th um they're doing like um is it the 18th or was it the 22nd that they're doing um the talk with penny o'brien and roger clark i think it's the 22nd because i know i have tickets for that okay i know i got i got a ticket but i can't remember what day it's on now (laughs) it's okay what are days if not miserable piles of time (laughs) so basically it is a festival to celebrate all things irish it's being hosted by i guess hosted would be the right word if not mick i'm very sorry i'm trying i'm trying my best curated yeah by uh mick malamphy and sarah street uh actually so we pulled up a calendar and on the 22nd when this episode that we're currently recording goes live 
at 3 p.m. There is going to be a panel featuring Roger Clark and Penny O'Brien. And I think Mick said he was going to be there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, So that'll be going on. Um, There's a whole bunch of other uh, documentaries, series, theatrical productions. Uh, There's stuff about Irish music, just various and assorted Irish culture, anything Irish. You can find it here through this festival. And it's really awesome that it's all online. So anyone can watch, anyone can participate. And yeah, so we will be sure to link that as well. And of course, like uh, our individual pages, at least I have, I've been sharing and everything Mick posts, I'm just retweeting because I think this is a really awesome thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of helps. I want this to be successful because like, I want this sort of thing to become like, if we're going to be stuck with this pandemic at least we have an alternative that works so i want this Mm -hmm. to be successful because i want other theatrical productions and other things to be able to take on this platform and these actors that have been out of work and are going stir crazy alone in their apartments with twitter can can do things and you know and it be a successful investment Mm. Yeah, it's like Jackie and the rest of us in that say it's supporting the art, the artists, both on stage and backstage as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been said that out of a lot of industries that have been badly affected by the pandemic, you know, outside from the likes of hospitality, because I know that they've taken a really bad hit. Um, but the arts as well, like theatres concerts comedians you know like it could be people on broadway the west end to musicians of the highest caliber to those that are just starting out in little clubs to even drag artists it's all down to this pandemic as to why people are struggling and you know we need to help people who need help Mm -hmm. it's like you know be a decent human being okay and just reach out to those that need support and i don't see why we shouldn't support the arts because the arts from whether it's you know radio tv books theater all across the board in some way they've helped people get through tough times so you know especially during the pandemic i mean pay it forward yeah how many people turn to video games and how many people turn to like you look at netflix and all sorts of video streaming like how like when people were locked down in quarantine how many people turned to those things and discovered shows movies video games that they'd never thought of or never had the time and even before then you would hear it all the time i never really understood it until until a few years ago You'd hear people say all the time, oh, this band saved my life. This song changed my life. This song made me basically realize who I am. It helped me come out, yada, yada. And seeing that character being represented meant so much because, you know, they represented a part of the community that does not get enough recognition, whether they're people of color 
LGBT, disabled, mentally yeah, or otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's really important just to, just to help, you know, or to support Eve, because I know it's tough for everybody. Like we've said before, it's, it's really tough for everyone, of course, this year, because it's, everything is so financially tight, you know, where not a lot of people are working and especially, you know, us, um, like I, I work at a school, but it's like, I work part-time and, um, and so I don't qualify for a lot of like the benefits and things like that, that they, that they would give to their full-time employees. And so a lot of the time for me, it's, uh, it's spent sort of like, okay, well, I have to make sure that I budget and make sure that I have money at the end of the month because I get paid once a month. And so there are some people out there, like I'm lucky to get paid once a month because there are some people out there that haven't gotten paid in months, you know, or had to move back in with their parents, you know, that type of deal. And so we understand that it's tough for everyone, you know, that you may not necessarily be able to help when you can, you know, and but, that's okay. And, and one thing that is very important that I don't think gets enough recognition for how much value it holds, and that is that share button and reblogging, mm. retweeting, whatever, like word of mouth is the most powerful tool that Mm. you could possibly possess like how many times have you not seen a movie or not done something or not gone somewhere or just or even the other side of that how many times have you gone to see something or gone somewhere based on what someone told you like that's why i picked up red dead is because hearing people talking about it because that was one of the highly anticipated games of 2018 and i if i'm honest had no real intention on picking it up i didn't either until i watched mark play literally i literally picked it up on a whim based on the feedback that i was seeing on the likes of facebook i'm thinking you know it sounds interesting enough i'm gonna check it out basically out of idle curiosity because i'm that kind of cat but Mm -hmm. And then when I did start playing, I thought, ah, that's what people are going on about. That's why people were, quote unquote, losing their shit when it was announced. <laughs> yep. Not only that, because it's a, it's a Rockstar game and, you know, Rockstar is a company that garners a lot of attention, both positive and negative. Mm. You know, it's... Yeah, we could, we could go on to the whole debate about what certain factions of humanity think that video games are the scourge of humanity and incite violence, even though violence has has existed since the dawn of humankind, but we digress. But there's always a scapegoat for everything these days. But But we could honestly keep going on tangents and everything like that. But we have. (laughs) We will reserve that for the next episode. But that being said, before we completely shut down, uh, go check out Mick's Twitter feed. He's got a lot of links, a lot of resources. Um, There's a little something for everyone. 
the tickets are relatively inexpensive. I think I, I think I bought like three showings and spent twenty twenty five dollars. Um, if you can't, which we understand, like we said, all of this has been hard on everybody. So if you can't purchase a ticket for whatever reason, uh, feel free to share or you know just talk about it, get word out. Uh, same thing goes for any of your favorite actors or musicians. Um, it's a strange time for all of us. So we're all going to have to make a lot of adjustments on how we enjoy interacting with artists and actors and musicians and, and the like. Um, so we have to try and make this as successful as possible so that they can continue living. Um, but yeah, just get out there, share. There's also things like, I mean, it seems kind of funny for us to be kind of pushing this one, but there's things like cameos. Um, there's merch in some instances that you can buy that can help support these artists. You know, there, there are ways you just kind of have to get the, get the word out and share or make a donation or, you know, whatever. But I'm sure all of you lovely people already know this, so we're not going to keep banging it on into your head. (laughs) We're going to keep banging it onto your head. Probably. (laughs) With a wheel of cheese. With a wheel of cheese. Jace! Cheese! (laughs) I'll, I'll, uh, I'll draw a little picture of that and we'll post it and we'll post it first before the episode comes out and then people would be like, teaser. What? (laughs) (laughs) So many like, um, okay. I think that'd be cute. Um, But yeah. Yeah, you know, like we are trying to do our part and I think it's really important that everybody, even if it's in small ways, try to do theirs. Agreed. But with that being said, we will see you all next week. We will. And it's great to be back, everybody. It is. Cheerio. Goodbye, peasants. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Around the Campfire. We'd also like to thank Brett Van Dossel for providing the music. You can find him and his music at brettvandossel.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Cameo Gang1899. We're also on Instagram at Around the Campfire1899. You can find us on YouTube at Around the Campfire Podcast. See you around, cowboys.